Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You're listening to Got 'em Coach, the show that brings sneakerheads and ballplayers together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yo, what up, y'all? Episode 31. Come to do what I do best, man. Um, it ain't going to be too much of like stories or nothing like that. I'm going to say that for episode number 32. Y'all already know how I like to get down. I'd like to hit y'all with some motivational words. Um, and then the next episode after the motivational words, I just like to give y'all a little story time, you know, just to kind of keep it fresh, kind of keep me from going crazy, trying to put together different episodes and find trying to find stories and, and, and topics and all that other stuff. It allows me to be um, kind of, you know, just let me be free willing and, you know, just talking, you know, just do whatever I want um, without having to. You know, go days where I had to find stuff and then, you know, put it together and all that other good stuff. So these are these are two these are two of the episodes where I just kind of get to relax and, you know, just chill and, you know, just be me, man. Just be me and just talk to y'all um, about certain things that, you know, that, you know, it's been on my mind or something like that of that nature. But um, just been just fair warning. Um Episode 32 may be up right after 31. Um, normally, I try to do the week-to-week thing. Y'all, you know how that goes sometimes. You know, it'll be week-to-week. It'll be one episode, and then it'll be two weeks later. It'll be another episode, and two weeks later after that, it'll be another. You know, I'm just, you know, hey, look, don't don't blame me. It's not my fault. But, um, you know, um, I actually got 32 ready, ready to go. Um, it's just a matter of me, you know, finding the time to, you know, sit down and actually record it. And then after I record it, you know, do all the little edits and, you know, give it that nice little got them coach feel, um, that I like to give it. But, um, let's see anything I want to talk about in particular. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout out to everybody, man. Y'all, y'all been rocking with the show, like hard body heavy. Um, check the numbers today. Just on SoundCloud, I checked the numbers, and the numbers is looking crazy, crazy. Um, we about we are about at twelve, no, yeah, about twelve hundred going on thirteen hundred plays. 
Um, I expect that we will. Pro- I will probably hit about fifteen hundred plays by the end of the week, and the goal being that we might hit two thousand by the end of the year. Now it's only but two weeks. It's the nineteenth, so we got what 13, twelve more days before, um, you know, we begin a new year. But you know, we um we working. You know what I'm saying? We working. Um, it's a lot of people who noticing the work. The grind, you know, the 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 attention, the details, the 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 quality of the episodes, and you know, it's 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 starting to show, it's starting to show. Um, you know, like I said, it's a lot of a lot of big things going on behind the scenes of the show, a lot of big things going on beside behind the 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 brand and the company and everything like that that I really don't want to, you know, get too um, heavy in and you know talk about because you know. It's nothing concrete. I mean, while it may be 85, 90% concrete, it's not, it's not 100%. And if it ain't 100%, it's not really worth you talking about at the, at the present moment, you know? So, I'm gonna just be frank with y'all. You know, I'm, I'm working. I'm steady working. You know, just trying to put some, trying to put different things together, man. Um, one thing I can say that I am very interested in looking forward to putting together is my own little street team. I figured it, you know, it's about time for me to, you know, have people, you know, to really, you know, really just go out there and go hard body for your boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, help me promote the show as much as I promote the show myself. Um, you know, everybody talk about, you know, support and all that other stuff, but you know, when it when it's really when it's really time, you know what I'm saying, when somebody really got something going on. Um, and it's it's right there in your face. You know what I'm saying? You know, is it is this is the talk still the same? You feel me? So it's like, um, you know, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm working. <laughs> you know, I'm working. I'm steadily working, trying to put everything together. You know, a lot of different stuff going on. But um, you know, I'm, I'm thankful, appreciative of all everything that has happened. Um, it's been a it's been an interesting year. I wanted to do like an end of the year breakdown of the show. Um, but I just figured I just put together another episode, put thirty two together, uh, probably thirty three. I'll put together like an end of the end of the year breakdown where you know I just kind of <laughs> talk about my best moments and everything like that and whatever, whatever. But um, y'all already know what time it is, man. Um, episode number thirty one, um, story time. Um, this week I'm talking about uh, my failed. NBA basketball career why I didn't pursue basketball as heavy as I should have pursued it um, if you don't want to actually listen to the episode that I am putting together today this is the second video on the YouTube channel got him coach TV um, so make sure you go check that out if you're not interested in actually um, listening to the actual show that I'm putting together um, if you are um, let's get into why I'm not playing basketball at this current moment um, when I had all of the ability to play basketball. Basically, with me, um, playing basketball wasn't really my thing. Like, it never really was a thing that I really took serious. Basketball was kind of boring to me, to be honest with you. I just I could never really get with it. You know, like, you can I could never get with basketball. Like, it just wasn't. It wasn't my type of, you know, tea. Believe it or not, I actually was a big hockey fan. I loved hockey. Like, I used to watch hockey 24-7. Um, 
you know, we ain't had cable. We ain't had cable at my house. You know, my grandma wasn't really into the cable thing. You know, she had the uh, the big box TV with the rollers on it. <laughs> so we, you know, she just had the basic, the basic TV. Um, and you know, we just used to watch. I used to watch hockey all the time because we used to get a. Uh, um, CBC, I think that's CBC, Canadian Broadcast Company. Um, we used to get that channel. I think that was channel 99, if I'm not mistaken. But we used to, I used to watch that all the time. Like you know, every Saturday you, they used to play hockey. Um, they used to have Hockey Night in Canada. You know, the Red Wings used to be on there a lot. Um, Sundays, you know, chan- this is when Channel Two was a. Uh, was having the thing, you know, they used to have the uh, broadcast of, of, of hockey, so, you know, I was just, I just loved hockey, I loved hockey, for whatever reason, hockey was, was my sport, like, I would never, I wouldn't watch any, I wasn't really into football like that, and I never was into baseball like that, it just, hockey was my thing, like, the first sports package that I ever got, like, for Christmas or anything like that, was, like, some hockey gloves, some hockey sticks, some, uh, some ice skates, so, I, 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 I really liked hockey. I don't know why. Don't don't ask why. But um, as I got older, uh, hockey just wasn't wasn't for me. Like, you know, it was violent. You know, they used to fight and you know blood everywhere. You know, and it wasn't for me. Shout out to um, shout out to one of my one of my road dogs, one of my homeboys growing up growing up, Tremaine. We used to stay in the same apartment complex, and he was the one who actually kind of just really introduced me to like basketball because I didn't really know anything about basketball in particular. I just knew that it was kind of boring. <laughs> in my mind, it was kind of boring, but you know, he just kind of taught me a couple different things, and you know, just kind of let me let me watch a game, and then you know, I used to play the the basketball game. And I'm like, okay, basketball ain't as bad as I thought it would be. And especially at once I got to, once I started playing it, I'm like, man, this this kind of hype, you know, it's it's kind of hype. But um, shout out to Jermaine, man. You know, he uh he kind of he kind of got the juices flowing. Then I just started, I just started watching. You know, I just started playing. I just started watching ball. Um, this was back when the Bulls was was, was super heavy. So this was back in like '97, '98. Um, you know. Right around that time where they was getting ready to transfer into that that dark that dark Eddie Curry Tyson Chandler phase, where Jordan and Pippen and all them left the team. You know they was kind of retransitioning to to a younger to a younger talented squad. Well, not talented, but a younger squad who's going to struggle a lot. They was just going into that phase, and um, um, you know I just started watching basketball, like, you know, just studying it, and I used to study. I used to study guys and like everybody said, man, I studied Jordan, I studied, I studied Kobe, I studied, I studied all these guys. I ain't gonna lie, like my the first guy that I really, that I really, really was, was watched, believe it or not, was actually Kendall Gill. <laughs> Kendall Gill was the first guy that I actually really watched, and you know I always talk about being from Detroit. Um, Joe D, Joe D was my coming in was my favorite player. And I remember watching the game when they was playing the New Jersey Nets, now the Brooklyn Nets. They was playing New Jersey, and I remember Kendall Gill was out there giving them boys work. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, dog, Kendall Gill's that dude. So every time they would play the Nets or whatever, 
you know, I was just watch Kendall. I would watch Kendall Gill or whatever. So Kendall Gill was actually like the guy. Like when when I got Kobe Bryant courtside, he was he was the first guy that I picked up. You know, him and Hershey Hawkins, man. Him and Hershey Hawkins. So I'm, I was I was unparalleled in in the in the sense that I didn't really. I didn't really follow like the the elite players. I just follow guy. I follow guys who, who I seen play my team, my my hometown team. It was killing them. So like Hershey Hawkins used to kill the Pistons, man. Kendall Gill used to get the Pistons work. Used to get them problems, you know, with his defense and everything like that. So you know that 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 was that's who I used to watch. Until I got a little more active into basketball, then um, I want to say. I really, I, I, I never had a, like really a favorite team playing, uh, who will play or whatever. You know, I was just kind of mutual. I will always watch basketball mutually. You know what I'm saying? I will always watch basketball mutually. And then back in 2002, I think it was. I think this that's when uh, the Grand Hill trade happened. As you know, some of y'all who don't know, Grand Hill was like the man in Detroit. Like he was the man. Um, you know, he was he was literally putting the team on his back, carrying him to the playoff. He was literally putting the team on his back, leading to leading the Pistons to victories because the Pistons team was so trash. Besides Grant Hill, and then you had an older Joe Dumars, but then you had guys like Bison Daly. God bless the dead, Bison Daly. Um, you had like uh, <laughs> Jerome Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you had all of these guys, Billy Owens. Is that Billy Billy Owens? Was Billy? No, Billy Owens wasn't a part of that initial team. But you know, <laughs> you just had all these guys who didn't really fit, and you just had this one superstar who was doing everything. You know, so it was crazy. But um, when the when Grant Hill decided that he was gonna go to Orlando, and Detroit said that they needed they had to get some kind of compensation for him, and they got Ben Wallace and Chucky Atkins, um. The initial thought was, I'm like, they like, people like, dang, man, Detroit really lost out on this trade. Like, this is a ridiculous trade. How can they make this trade? Who is Chuck Yakins? Who is Ben Wallace? Like, what, 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 what were they thinking? And, you know, just not knowing that, you know, the, the guys that get, they got was the, the, the upstart that the Pistons needed to be great. Chuck Yakins was a... I want to say a slight, slightly above average point guard. Like he wasn't, he wasn't like Smush Parker. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't, he wasn't Smush. He wasn't, um, he wasn't, uh, who who else was a, who else was a trash point guard? Uh, well, Smush was definitely trash, but he definitely wasn't Smush. Um, Ben Wallace was the guy, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, when I, once I watched him play, I'm like, that's, that's my new favorite player. That's that's my favorite player. Like his tenacity and the fact that he was always the smaller of the of, of all the centers. He, he played. He was listed at six nine, but in truth, he was actually six 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 seven. He was out there grabbing twenty rebounds, twenty three rebounds, seven seven blocks, five steals. Like he was out there just going crazy. And Ben Wallace was the reason like I really like I really actively actively like start playing basketball. Kendall Gill kinda got me those guys kinda got me interested just kinda see what it you know what it's about, whatever, whatever. But Ben Wallace was the true reason why I actually like I actually like, I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go play on the basketball team and this, that and the third. He he was he was the true reason. I used to study I studied everything from Ben Wallace because 
let me see this about oh one so i'm about 12 years old so you know i'm like i'm one of the tallest dudes in the in the school so immediately they like you know you got to play you got to play in the post you got to be a power forward you got to be a center so immediately like i just started studying him i just started looking at the way he would play and i would just try to take nick and pick little things from him and try to use it when when i'm playing and it worked to perfection man it worked to perfection uh, my seventh grade year was the first year that i actually played organized basketball until then like i was just playing you know in the neighborhood with friends or whatever and you know i still suck you know i would go against the rules and all that whatever, whatever. <laughs> but uh <clears throat> my seventh grade year is the first year that i actually played organized basketball on the team and um I was trash. I was trash. Like I was, I was super trash. I, re- I remember my first practice. I quit. <laughs> I quit because you know I'm like, man, it's a lot of running. You know, I wasn't. I really wasn't used to like being yelled at and all this other stuff. And like it, it, it made me feel some type of way. I'm like, dog, I ain't got to go through this, man. I quit. I'm straight. But uh, just not knowing that, you know basketball teams or you know playing teams in general it, it, it really builds um um like your, your competitive juices and it really teaches you uh um what what am i looking for it, it teaches you how to, to 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 be effective in a effective environment you know what i'm trying to say it teaches you how to be you know attentive and, you know pay attention you know follow rules and all that other good stuff like that that's just you know that's what competitive basketball do that's what that's what these little sports leagues do like pile and um, all that you know what i'm saying so like you know <laughs> but um i just remember i'm like dog i ain't gotta go through this man i, I quit like <laughs> i'm not playing and i remember regretting that because the basketball team has so much fun but i just remember i'm like i'm not gonna be one I'm, i didn't like nobody yelling at me for for whatever reason i didn't like it and then I'm like, you know what? This summer I'm gonna dedicate myself. Like I'm gonna just make sure that I'm like I'm mentally, I'm physically, mentally able to ready to go play ball. So that's whole summer, that whole summer, my seventh grade year going into my eighth grade year. I just remember playing basketball from 12 o'clock in the afternoon to streetlights came on at like 9, 9:30, 9:45, and I'll be out there sometimes past that, like. Not 10 o'clock, 10 30. I would just be out there. I would be out there playing ball, just just playing ball with the homies, man. Like we would play ball. Like all of us had aspirations of really playing ball at our school. And I just remember, like, you know, I'm I'm not gonna give up on this. I'm like, I'm really gonna go after this. My eighth grade year came and um I was ready. I was ready. You know, they had tryouts, you know, I tried out and I made I had initially made the team until until i got that report card and that report card was not what i was expecting it was horrible i got a you needed a 2.5 to be eligible for the for the team and i had a 1.25 1.25 man you know i was i was procrastinating i was playing games you know i had i had little girls on my team or whatever you know trying they was picking and choosing you know what i'm saying i'm trying to choose i'm trying to choose one to make sure you know i had to had the baddie whatever 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 the case may be and you know i let my grades slip i had never let my grades slip like that before that was the first time my grades had ever slipped so i had to get back into the books and like look you cannot play basketball until you have at least a 2.5 
And then the coach was like, look, I'm going to look out for you. You know, we're going to make you academically ineligible. You're not going to really be able to play like that. But, you know, you know you'll know, you be on the team. You'll be able to practice with the team this, that, and the third. Now, I wasn't supposed to play because I was, quote, academically ineligible. But, you know, we, we nipped and tucked and did everything around the rules to make sure that we, uh, we got a chance to play or whatever. <laughs> so, uh I just remember, like, just having so much fun, you know, just remember getting better every day, like, practice was so much fun, like, you know, just playing was so much fun, like, just being a dominant defender that I was, it was so much fun, like, you know, just being able to lock people down, and, you know, I'm not the, even now, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest guy in the world, I'm about six, I'm six one, now I'm six one, 185, but you gotta remember, I'm probably, like, five eight five nine eighth grade year 130 probably you know so i was tall but i was linky and you know people try to use that to their advantage against me you know just try to bully me down in the post or whatever but you know i wasn't really having that day because for what i lacked in size and, and, and strength i lacked i, I made up for in quickness and, and jumping abilities and all that other good stuff so i was it's it's not even an argument it's not even an argument i was the best defender on my middle school team but we sucked like we had the talent to to be to be great i remember playing against um i remember playing against alex legion who uh went on to play at kentucky at one point in time and i just remember like he outscored our whole team and i remember like i remember just going going blow for both of them like just really you know being on them and and, and, you know, just kind of, you know, trying to hold him to, to as much, as little as I could. And, you know, I did such a good job. And I remember leaving that game, we lost 81 to 19. <laughs> we lost 81 to 19. And uh, I remember, you know, the, everybody was at the game like, man, you you play, man. You 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 play toe-to-toe with, with, with him. And, you know, he's the best player in the league. And I'm like, you know, it, I mean, really, that really made me feel good. Like, I really felt good playing that year. But... I remember after the season, just knowing that I had to get ready for high school. So we used to play, like, we used to play the teachers or whatever. We would stay at the school. We would, we would ball against the teachers, this, that, and the third. And I remember some of my teachers said, he was like, you you play you play too pretty. Like, you don't want to get hit. You soft. And I just remember, I'm like, how dare he call me soft? I was, like, I used to bang in the post and, and, and play defense. Used to rebound. In, in the trees, like playing in the post, that's that's no that's no game. Like that's no game. You got big dudes, you got all kind of dudes down there in the post, you know, rebounds and everything. Like it just it, it's crazy. Like it's really crazy. Like if you a post player, man, you already know what the deal is. Even now, cats are more bigger and stronger and quicker and everything like that. So it's it's it's, it's so much more to it. So you know, I just remember feeling some type of way about that, and I remember. Just really wanted to get better. And my ninth grade year, my ninth and tenth grade year, I tried out for my high school team. And I made last day of tryouts both years and was one of the last two or three cuts both years. And that, like, it really demoralized me because I just remember, like, man, I can't believe it. You know, you know, I really worked on my game. I really got better. But, you know, it was just it was just a numbers game. It was a number game that, you know, I just wasn't a part of. And, it, it, you know, really, I'm like, dang, that's crazy. But, you know, it taught me. It taught me better. But I remember my ninth grade year, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do something about this, man. So I started, you may not believe me, but I started my own little neighborhood street ball league 
in the neighborhood. I got together with a couple of the uh, couple of the OGs in the neighborhood, and we put together a league, and we played every every Tuesdays after school. And what we would play for, we would play for like McDonald meals and, you know, just stuff like that. Pops or a little pizza parties or whatever, whatever. You know, the winners would get that. And um, for like the first two weeks, it went good. You know, we got the McDonald's, we got the pizza and after that. But you got to remember, like, I'm 14 years old and I ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? I ain't had no money to, to, to really fun and make sure we had all these things. And, you know, they OGs in the hood, but they ain't worked in like 15, 20 years. <laughs> so you already know they ain't got the bread. So uh, you got all these people trying to put all this stuff together who ain't got no money. What you think going to happen? Those 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 uh, guaranteed uh, McDonald's meals, they're going to turn right into you going to the candy store. Each of us getting a dollar. Ain't going to get all the candy we wanted for a dollar because we had the little two the two cent uh candy store the little twenty five cent cookies you know all that we had our, we had that in the neighborhood so we was good we was good but we didn't care like we we just wanted to play ball eventually to the point where we didn't even care about the uh, the perks of winning and losing like we just all wanted to get better because all of us had aspirations of playing either high school or middle school um, some of us were already in high school about to transition off to college. And some of us was getting ready for college ball. So, you know, like the, the league, the league itself that that we that I had that we that I started with a couple of the OGs in the neighborhood. It really, really was like a battling ground. Like we had battles out there, like almost like fist fights and, you know, cats like cats like really beefing for weeks and you know cats showing up to other cats house like yo like what, what was up with that foul this that and the third like we we really 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 got into it like we really we really played and we really we really made it happen really made it happen and then that is my 11 to 12 grade i'm like look i'm not playing <laughs> i'm not trying off for the team i'm not playing but i continue to play i play reg ball i play street league ball like you know, I just play. I play ball. Like ball, ball was life. Like ball was life for real, for real. <laughs> ball was life for real, for real. And um, I had I had aspirations. I'm like, look, I'm a, um, when I decide to go off to school, I'm gonna play ball. I'm gonna play ball. But at that time, my junior year transitioning into my senior year, I had dealt with two major losses. Two major losses. I had lost my grandmother my junior year in high school. That just that took a lot out of me mentally, and you know I, I had to I had to go to school. I still had to perform, but mentally it took so much out of me, you know, losing my grandmother because we were so close. We were like we were like unbreakable, like we were unbreakable close. Like we did everything together. And then my senior year, I lost my granddad. So you know when you losing losing grandparents that I was really really close to. It really took a lot out of me. It made me not really want to do a lot of nothing. So, I was like, once I graduated uh, high school, I'm like, I'm gonna take this year off from school. Um, but you know, I, I have I have aspirations of going back to school this that, and third. So, um, once I decided that I was ready to go back, um, I had applied to Tiffin University, which is out in Ohio, and um, I went there and I went there and I had aspirations of playing basketball. And I was going to, I was going to walk on. Like I had no doubt in my mind that I was going to walk on and be, become a Division two athlete. Until I came back to Detroit, getting myself ready to to go down there and you know start the process and this, that, and the third. And um, I got hurt. I hurt my knee. And after that, I'm 
like, look, I'm not. <laughs> it, it wasn't bad, but you know, it was just like I had never, I had never really got hurt like that. You know, I would have like little sprains and nicks and tucks and all that, but it wasn't something that you know it where it demoralized me. But this knee injury, like, it was like every time I would move, it was like, nope, <laughs> nope. So I'm like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe you say something I should really, really do. So I just, I just gave up. I gave up on playing college ball. When I knew I had the ability and the potential to go play college ball and really do my thing. So, you know, it, it was kind of demoralizing. And But, you know, I still, I continued to still play ball. Like, I wasn't as effective as I was, like, in, like, my heyday. Like, my, my, my 16 to 19 days. 16 to 20 days because once once my knee got better you know i was still i was still very very effective as a ball player but i want to say once i got around 21 22 where i actually like really really start driving and you know start going places and this that and the third like my my aspirations for playing ball wasn't the same so you know i would, I would play every so often but it wasn't like i was playing like when you know i wasn't really driving like that or i couldn't drive because i had no l's to drive you know, because when I had when I had no L's, like, oh, shoot, me. Or I go grab up the homies, like, look, we about to run up here to uh, Belmont Belmont Park. We about to run up here to Smith Park. We about to run up here to uh, the park at 11. And, you know, we going um, we, to get some games in. We going to get some games in. We not leaving until the streetlights come on. And then we might stay over a little morning. The, our parents going to have to come get us. And you better believe my mama was the first one <laughs> to come get me. Cause she wasn't having me staying out past uh past streetlight time. You know, it's crazy. But um once I started driving, man, and I started my gear started getting up and I had all the nice shoes and everything like that and it started working. Um, you know, basketball just wasn't really it wasn't really important to me. Like, I would play it, but it wasn't really important to me. Leading up to now where it's just not important at all. Like the only thing I really do basketball wise is this show. And watch basketball itself like i haven't i haven't been on a court i haven't played a like a competitive game on the court like five on five in probably like a year um i haven't played like any 21 or anything like that probably in about was this, probably like six seven months and um you know it's sad you know it's sad that i let myself you know kind of get lazy to that point where you know it's not really a thing for me no more and it's something that i really want to get back into because i know if i get myself back into my playing my playing shape I'm, I, I could i could really do some damage and not probably not the damage that i did when i was like 19 18 years old but i i'm pretty i could think i could still be pretty effective on the basketball court um to those who do play ball or you know have aspirations of playing it man don't don't give up you know just continue to work continue to, to better your game better better your craft um, work on work on things that you're weak at um don't let nobody tell you that you can't do it because you know people told me i sucked all the time oh he can't do this he can't do that he can't do this and i took that i took that it, it would never it would never take away from my ability to want to play but what he did was, I'm like, okay, they said I couldn't do this. So, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. When I go play ball tomorrow, I'm going to work on this. I'm going to work on this in-game. And then, once the game over, where everybody chilling, trying to take a little drink or whatever, I'm going to work on it some more. I'm going to work on it by myself. I'm going to do some individual workout for it. So, 
that's my story, man. That's my story to my failed basketball career. Now, do I think I could have been in the NBA? Most definitely not. I'm too small. Like I said, I'm only 6'1", 185. But you look at Steph. Steph out there balling. But I ain't have a, I ain't have a Steph Curry like jump shot, and I still don't have a Steph Curry like jump shot. If I had to compare my game in my heyday, when I was really, when I was really, really getting after it, I would compare myself modern day. I would compare myself to like a Tyreek Evans. Like, I, like I really had the ability. I was not more often than not. I was attacking the lane, and that's probably still how I play to this day. I'm going to attack the lane. I'm going to. I'm trying to get the easiest shot I can get. I'm not shooting too many jumpers. <laughs> I'm not shooting too many jumpers. I have an effective mid-range game, but I'm not shooting a lot of threes and nothing like that. And it's crazy because when, when younger, like my eighth grade year, like that's all I used to shoot was threes. I love shooting threes, but as my game started to really evolve and I started to kind of learn my body and this, that, and the third, and knowing that you know I, I was really, really quick, so I could really get to spots that I wanted to get to. Um, I just started attacking. So if I had to compare my game modern day, it would definitely be a mix of Tyreek Evans and Tony Allen. Because like I said, d- defense, defense, defense never goes anywhere. Like <laughs> even now, I can I think I can still lock somebody up defensively. Like you know, that's that's something that I don't think will ever leave my body. Like I'm gonna be 75 years old and I'm gonna still I'm gonna lock you up in my wheelchair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, that's that's that was my game. If I had to if I had to compare myself now, if we want to go further than that, and we want to give myself some two K badges, uh, let's say I would go gold uh, lockdown. I would be a gold lockdown defender. I would have all of the um, all of the finishing badges, and I would probably have like a bronze. No, no, I would have yeah. I probably have like a bronze mid range. <laughs> so I would have probably have like. I probably have like six, seven badges. Six, seven badges. I'll probably be somewhere like in the 80s overall. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's my uh, story time of my uh, basketball career, my failed basketball career, whatever you want to call it. But you know, it is what it is, man. Um, so yeah, <laughs> that's it. And uh, like I said, if y'all didn't want to check out this version of the show, you could definitely check out um, YouTube. And check out the video where I talked about my failed basketball career. Um, you, you get a little more. I think you get a little. You get you get insight from both perspectives. But you know, if you wanna if you wanna look at my face and say, you know, this and the third. If you wanna if you wanna look at me, you know what I'm saying. You could definitely check out the YouTube the YouTube channel. Uh, Got him, Coach TV. Check that out. But um, yeah, man. This is episode 31. Um, I will be back with y'all with 32. 32 will be um. The last part of um, if NBA teams were rappers, um, part three. Those those two episodes have done very very well, very very well. I'm very very surprised and happy that those episodes has done quite as as well as they've done. You know, it's really I'm really really appreciative of that. Um, so we are gonna finish it out. We are gonna finish it out with part three, and we're talking about sports and religion. No sports, not sports and religion. Sports and politics. My bad. I know it's been a topic it was a topic of discussion for a while but you know it's kind of seemed to die down so you know i just want to get my perspective on um sports and politics and why the two should never mix it's like water and oil it should never mix but um i'm done man i've done everything that i needed to do i, I came i came on the mic and i gave y'all some of that work 
make sure y'all continue to check out the all of the episodes man it helps your boy out so much and over the past six four five six days the, the love has been so great and i'm so appreciative and i thank every last one of y'all who's been rocking with your boy watch checking out the episodes giving me feedback this that and other whatever whatever i appreciate it man um the show is now on google play the show is also now on um we, we on a lot of different things we on a lot of different things i'm not i'll probably let y'all know a little more in-depth of what's been going on behind the scenes with got coach probably tomorrow but right now just know that i'm working man we working everybody working everybody working trying to trying to trying to put this trying to put these moves together make money moves you know what i'm saying i'm not a rapper so i gotta i gotta do it a little i gotta go a little harder there where all the rappers do you know what i'm saying because you know this this ain't the profession everybody wanna wanna check out you feel me like whatever whatever so you know it is what it is man but um <laughs> it's been episode number 31 man of got him coach i am your host tyrone smith and i'm out of here man i holla at y'all at episode number 32 hopefully yeah, that will be up within the week <laughs> Within the week, within the week, if the episode happens to go up within the week, um, as y'all know, I go, I go, I do a one week rule on all of my episodes. So I want to wish you guys a merry, merry Christmas and a happy, happy holidays. Um, make sure y'all go get them KFC um, and Popeye's chicken gift cards for your boy, because you know I've been craving some lemon herbs and spices, man. So <laughs> make sure y'all go do that for me. But I'll holla at y'all, man. I'll holla at y'all later, man. I'm out of here. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GEC325. And check out our website at www.gec325.com. Tune in next week for another episode of Got Him Coach. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.